Sunday pour. We are back. We are cruising right along. We're into spring. We're into April. A little bit of warmer weather, hopefully on the horizon. Uh, a little under three weeks away from uh, Derby Day, one of the best days of the year. Sitting here in the ninth inning of the Yankee game, currently uh, winning 3-1 here in the ninth. Ant, what's going on? Not too much, you know. Uh, could have been a lot worse weekend with the Yanks winning yesterday and um, now I need a little bit of work to get get two in a row. I feel like uh, the manager in Major League, if you win two games in a row, that's a winning streak. So it has been done before. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, could, could have been a lot worse. Masters was a lot of – was was uh, not, not that exciting, but it was a good finish to it. Uh, Hideki Matsuyama came away with the with a kind of historic win yesterday, and it it really did kind of run away with it. Even though it kind of backed into the victory at the end, he only won by a stroke, but it wasn't that close uh, all in all. But yeah, good weekend, and uh, I'm feeling pretty good about where we are right now here as the Yanks try to finish off Toronto. But again, I'm not counting my chickens yet. Nah, can't get caught. Can't get caught there. No, not at all. Not at all. Celebrated a couple uh, birthdays this weekend. Yes, we did. Yeah. Both my uh, I celebrated my father's one night and my mother's yesterday. I celebrated one of those, and not. Be- <laughs> it's, I celebrate all birthdays, but uh, you know, COVID, so I can't be celebrating all these birthdays. Yeah, you know, I was able to knock them both out in the same weekend. April's a, April's a ball buster month for birthdays in this family. I don't know how it is on your end. Yeah, I got um, yeah, I got a couple of stretches like that. Mine's in the fall though. It's my ball buster. It's like October, November is when it gets gets to me a little bit. So the holiday season starts early. Oh yeah, I, it's and it really it's off and running. It's really Labor Day weekend, and then then I'll see you after I'll see you after New Year's, basically. Yeah, that's tough, right? When football season gets going, I, I've got I've got to have some fancy footwork. In those months, I don't know how I pull it off, but I but I do. You gotta be light on your feet. Yep, it's that Labor Day one is key because it's always getting out before, like be, being sure. Like I'm proactive with that one. I remember that birthday like every year. I'm like, all right, we're going this weekend. It's always the weekend before opening weekend for football. I'm like, we're not gonna go do birthdays the you know the week of opening day. Yeah, Labor Day is like the summer holiday. That's not kind of a summer holiday, but not really. Mm-hmm. It's not Memorial Day. It's not Fourth of July. It's you know, yeah. before it's the weekend before football. Yeah, basically, it's like yeah. the last weekend of summer. But it's we're in a, it's a weird little limbo stage for sure. Purgatory. Like- it's a purgatory holiday. <laughs> uh, yeah, because it's not doesn't doesn't hurt you. It doesn't. It's not great. It's a three day weekend. You know, it's yeah, not terrible. Um. You like having them all bunched up, though, right? I mean, that way you just kind of – you just get them all out, bang them out of the park, and then move on. And then you have to worry about it for another year. Yeah, it's not the worst thing. Yeah. yeah. Like, my mother-in-law is at the end of the – is at the end of the month. That's so even, like, I married into April birthday somehow. Smart. No, that's <laughs> – <laughs> I'm sure that was part of the decision-making process when you <laughs> – when you were going to propose. I'm sorry. Yeah. This is great. Yeah, just, just get all the birthdays under one roof, basically. Yeah, it got it got it got me thinking about the surprise party pact, which is like probably the best pact that we've ever made. Yeah, 
And anybody well, for those of you who don't know, if we have a pact where if anybody tries to pull some bullshit, trying to trying to plan a surprise party behind our backs, you got to tell the other person, pull the plug on it instantly. Now you can still do it, just we got to know about it. Oh, so we don't want the surprise. You don't want to find out five minutes before, do you? <laughs> yeah, I don't want to walk into it. No, no, I want to know well ahead of time. I want to know what's going on. Does your wife you know? Mentally, you got to mentally prepare for that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Does your wife know about the pact? She knows not to throw me a surprise party. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Uh, all right, yeah. So, yeah, my wife knows not to, but I'm not – I wouldn't put out of I wouldn't put it out of uh, question that she might do it <laughs> anyway. She can get but, coerced into it. Yeah, you know my father in law is a big surprise guy, so uh, and thank God my mother in law knows I don't. I'm not a big fan of it, so like there's times when they'll be coming up to like surprise us, and we'll get it. We'll get a heads up thanks to her it's being like, yeah, we gotta let them know because it's not gonna be it's not gonna be pretty if we just walk in there. And I have no yeah, idea. I mean, he's throwing a surprise party at your house. That's like a double. I mean, that's not for that's not for me. That'd be like for my wife's birthday, something like that. You know what I mean? True, but you gotta let the owner of the house prepare a little bit for that. Absolutely, yeah, I agree. So my my, my mentally, wife, physically, there's a lot you gotta prepare for there. <laughs> yeah, you get a house full of people. My mother-in-law is a saint when it comes to that. She understands me. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, so I think she, I think my wife knows not to, not to throw it, but I just, I have that, uh, I have that safety net where you'll give me the heads up if anything. So yeah, I wasn't sure because I, I, I called my father for his birthday on uh, Thursday morning, mm-hmm. on his actual birthday, and a text had already been sent, like a group chat about doing dinner and stuff that night or maybe Friday. Okay, and he had, right. he had no idea about it, so I think I may have like ruined. A little uh, early surprise. Or save them. Un- unintentionally. I'm sure he's thankful for it, though. That's what made me think of the, uh, the surprise party pact. Yeah. Uh, yeah, everybody, nobody wants to know. Uh, no, nobody wants to be surprised. It's miserable. Do you watch, do you watch Succession? Succession? Actually, yeah I, yeah, I do, but I'm not all cut up on it. I know it's like. Two and a half years old, but I've had. Oh, a couple, did you? Uh, so you didn't see the episode where they surprise? Uh, what's it, Logan Roy? Is that Brian Cox's character, Logan? Uh, was it the second half of the second season? I don't I think, think so. I, it was definitely second season. Yeah, I don't think I saw a surprise party. Oh, okay, he has an all-time reaction. All time. <laughs> <laughs> it involves him having to go outside and cool off. Nice. Uh, yeah, I'd be. That's. I'd be somewhere along those lines. I would try and play a ball, but I'd need to sneak away at some point to kind of mother. His initial reaction. I, I can't. I I'd be paraphrasing, but he, he has an all-time line. Walks in. <laughs> I just can't remember. It, it involves a little bit of cursing, but I can't remember exactly what he says. But he's not happy with it. I mean, Brian Cox opens his opens his mouth in that show, and it's a curse almost ninety-five percent of the time. <laughs> oh yeah, incredible, incredible. <laughs> so, I'm just uncomfortable, just like. Not only is it a surprise, I mean, I'm uncomfortable with like any sort of like party celebrating me, but a surprise party, it's like uncomfortable knowing everyone took the time out to their schedule. I don't know. It's just. And that you were, and that you were not in on it. That could be part of it too, is that 
you got somebody got over on you. Somebody, yeah. like a whole group of people got over on you. Yeah, like I mean, any party, people are taking time out of their schedule. But yeah, and this is this kind of in this scenario, it's a little bit different because it's like everybody decides they're going to come over this time to party and you don't know shit. So you might have this whole other idea of what you've been doing this afternoon. And then all of a sudden you walk into this party like, oh, man, I did, I had to like, I had to like clean the basement and shit. Like, what's going on here? I didn't, I need to see these people right now. I don't want to see these people. I just want to be ready for when you had to deal with. Oh, this fucking guy's at my house. Like, oh man. Oh, that's the worst part. See, I that's my problem with parties is I always associate like half the room people I wouldn't even want to hang out with. <laughs> it's not even. It's not even like a football. Like a football Sunday is like a smaller, intimate gathering. You're not really celebrating anything, and it's like ten, maybe fifteen of like closest family and friends. Whereas a party, I always associate with this fucking guy's gonna give me an air beating in the corner, you know. Like, there's always people like there's always people you gotta avoid at parties. That's oh. my problem with parties. There's too much of that. Yeah, you need to you need to mentally navigate through a party. Talk about being light on your feet, man. You gotta just like, all right, I'm gonna plan. Sometimes you get in a conversation, you're like, all right, I gotta rip through this bear so I have an excuse to go to the fridge and then I can ditch this guy. Well, you always talk about the handoff, so you need to. You need to be get ready for that kind of action, right? Jump right. into it, like start. You're gonna be, and everybody's gonna be handed off to you because you're the guest of honor. So hard, everybody's gonna come up to you and be like, "Oh, did you <sighs> get you? Did you? What? When did you know? Did you, did you have an idea?" And then they have to admit they didn't know shit. You admit that they all got you, and yeah. then you're the you're the douche. <laughs> and the thing about surprise parties is depending on where it is that someone's house like you see the cars so you kind of know before unless you're an idiot well don't you aren't you supposed to like park around the block or someplace else oh that's true i guess that's depending on how many people are, are there though that could get a little difficult there's always got they got to spot a car you got to spot a car too i'm not even big i'm not even big on playing ball when it comes to surprise parties, I think I think we were at one surprise party. I'm pretty sure you you, you came late, and I just complained like the entire walk over to the house. The I'm double surprise. Sure. I do double. I do the double surprise. You think <laughs> all your, you do, you think all your guests are there, and then I show up, and it's like a whole nother surprise. It's a whole nother element. <laughs> you you you're the other element of it. Yeah, double surprise. I think I've, I've, I've coined that. I'm not sure. I'm not sure you're worthy of a full second surprise. You're giving yourself Well, I, it's more, it's better than me having it. I, I can't tell you the last time I was at an actual surprise. I've been to surprise parties, but I always show up late. Oh, you know, my uncle had a 40th. And he just turned 50, so it was 10 years ago. Uh, but he wow. knew about it, though. It was a, it was a joint surprise party. Him and his friend were turning 40 the same, uh, the same year. Okay. And my uncle's wife was planning it, and he, uh, he'd gotten roped into having to go somewhere for work the day of the party or the weekend <laughs> of the party. And she eventually had to come clean so he could break off whatever he had to do for work. Okay. So then he, he became in on it, and he's the one who had to keep his friend busy and avoid uh, – Ah, Talkman. And he had to avoid, uh, you know, giving it up. So he had to keep him busy all day before the surprise party. I think that might be the last surprise I was at. Wow. There had to be one in between, but I don't remember. I, I'm confused. Who, who is the mark that enjoys the surprise party? 
Who I've never, I don't think I've ever heard of anybody, anybody being like, yes, great surprise, guys. You got me. Let's have a good time. Let's party. Like, wouldn't everybody have to gather themselves? Be like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I talked to you, <laughs> I talked to like a half dozen of you all the time, and not one of you motherfuckers said shit to me. Like, yeah, just processing that would just piss me off. I can't, I, who's the person who's, who loves it? Who's the person who loves getting surprised at these things? You're talking about the person who the party is for or the person yeah. that's doing the surprise? Oh, uh, there's a lot of people that love surprising people. I What's mean, a cool way to do a surprise? I don't even know. I don't know. Like if I came home and there's like a babysitter that had the, that had the kids <laughs> and the house, was, the house was quiet for an hour. I no, mean, I'm, talking, I'm talking about the person who is doing the surprise and like surprise like what's a cool way to do it without oh, it's oh, i feel like there's no um, impossible not to be lame it i i really i think the smaller crowd is the best i mean i i don't know if, if seriously if, if i again i this this is not me trying to advocate to get surprised at all <laughs> but for me to be like okay with it it had to be like the, the smallest possible crowd I'm saying like less like five people, maybe, maybe somebody from like well out of state. So it's like, okay, this person went through a lot of trouble to be here. I can accept that this was a little bit of a surprise. You, so know, you need like a big time, you need like a big time name attached. Like a person you normally wouldn't see plus small intimate crowd. Yeah. Yeah. It would be like a dinner or something. And like, we'd have to have plans to go to dinner. And it'll just be like adding three people to the guest list. <laughs> That's it. It's not. So like it's basically all- the same plans, just a few more people attached to it. You can't go from a dinner to a full blown rager. No, I don't think. No, I don't think so. Nope. I mean, you could, but you wouldn't really want to. You no. you need you need to psych yourself up for that. I, yeah. Again, I'd have a lot of trouble doing that. <laughs> I don't know. Is there any scenario? That's, go ahead. See, that's why for someone's birthday like i go straight to the source like i know my mother doesn't want anything so i go right because her birthday was on easter and we ended up doing like an easter dinner yesterday like lasagna and all that i go right to her i'm like what do you want to do like awesome too many people when it's someone's birthday they like (laughs) they'll ask like 52 people's opinion around them and not the person whose birthday it is it's like what the fuck yeah that's great that is a great uh, point right there you need to bring the birthday person into the planning process because even if like to, someone to like produce, me who else, yeah even sorry. someone like me who will say nothing They're like all right we're not going to do nothing we're going to do something yeah and like let's meet let's meet in the middle somewhere and find something even if it's just a dinner even if it's just yeah. dinner at someone's house like something little cake pastry whatever mm-hmm. you got to go right to the person or else you're gonna because if you have other people planning it you're, you could end up in some trouble with something oh, you really don't want. Gets out of hand quick. People planning for it is trouble. Yeah. Just, uh, you don't want people planning for you, no. Yeah, just get a 30 and we'll order a pizza and put the Yankees on. Like, that's really it. That was my 30th birthday right there, basically, in my mother's house. There's pizza in the backyard, cooler, bear. Call it a day. That, that's not, I mean, that's perfect. Don't go crazy. No, nah, because – well, you got to read the person too, because some people do, you know, kind of like it. There's too many people who are, you know, 
very too comfortable being celebrated. I mean, you know, we live in the you live in like the Instagram YouTube era now, yes. where everyone's the main character of their own shitty movie that never ends or climaxes or has a second act. It's just one long, boring first act, and then uh, that's what they and then they 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 translate that into real life. And it's like you got to realize most people don't really give a shit about you. Yeah, I mean, I almost never celebrated my own birthday, but there was definitely people where it was every year it was like a holiday, basically another holiday. Talk about the Greek, of course. Put them, put them on yeah. blast. Yeah, of course. Talk about the Greek, <laughs> but that wasn't really. I mean, that his also worked out because first of all, he, he, let's be just clear, he fucking loved it. Okay, he loved being the center of attention. He loved having it, but it was like the perfect time of year because it was right before Christmas. We'd all be coming home from school. And we would just be at a great excuse to go out and get fucked up and kind of celebrate and see each other for the first time since, well, I guess since like Thanksgiving break, but you know, it's just a good excuse to get together after getting back home. So it worked out really well. It um, also wasn't like it was some full blown party with a petting zoo or anything. It was, you were at a shitty motel with a keg. That's a good point. It, it, it was, it was, he, he, you're right. He did love being the center of attention, but it was very like low maintenance, low pressure type of party. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. You didn't have to, you didn't have to worry about what am I going to bring to that thing. It was just brought like some weed and maybe like a case of beer. That was it. It's Visine, I think that was what I had. So yeah, maybe some stop and get some chips at the gas station next yeah. door. That was good. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's a that's a good lesson for anybody out there is be involved in your. Be involved in your own planning for these things. That way you just, I mean, just own the fact that people are going to want to do something for your birthday mm-hmm. and just be like, this is what I'm doing. If you guys want to join me, great. If not, it's not really a problem either. I guess. Get ahead, get ahead of the game and play, kind of like plan your own thing. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's great. Because people are going to want to do something anyway. Just don't get stuck doing something you don't want to fucking do. Because then you're going to be miserable. Right. Plan my fucking party. Yeah. You're not going to do, no, do nothing. But just keep in mind, people are going to want, unless you're going away, people are going to want to be involved, you know, for the most part, unless you're a real prick. People want to be involved in <laughs> your birthday for the most part, and they'll be happy to celebrate with you. So just fucking, yeah, even if it's just fucking getting pizzas. Just say, look, I'm getting pizza. It's my birthday. Come on over. Don't bring anything. Or bring, just bring something to drink, and then you're all good. That's it. Yeah, I mean, geez, you want to bring me a bottle of my birthday, I guess that's okay. We'll allow that. We'll let you. I'm not turning it down. Yeah. I don't expect gifts, but I'll take them, you know? Yeah, my birthday f- falls on a Saturday this year, so we were actually going to initially go to uh, Arthur Avenue. Nice. For dinner, but we might push it off. Because I'm, uh, I'm getting the vaccine like a few days before that, the second one. Okay, all right. So, I don't know. Yeah. I, I could always push it off a couple weeks. This, um, I, you know... Sorry, this weekend we uh, you helped me move some things. I was very uh, very clutch of you to come through yeah. there and move some. wasn't too bad, right? Table hutch. I mean, there's a couple awkward, heavy things, but pretty pretty easy work for the most part, right? Yeah, that was that was light work. Nice. Um, you had mentioned the vaccine, and yeah, did you get your first shot? No, we have. We're still in the scheduling process. Just you know. Back of the line. I'm in the rush. I it's I get very I get psyched out with waiting in lines of any kind. So I'm just like, ah. Oh, there's gonna be lines for a while. I know, but I just whatever. I just 
you know, I'll, I'll sign up for it. I think now, I think I'm, I'm ready now. I just didn't want to just be one of the first people in line. But yeah, I got that. I got that Moderna, bro. So I could be down and out after my second shot. Is that, is that the one? Is that the one that people are getting sick off of? Well, no. I guess the the one that people are all fucked up on that they had to shut down was Johnson and Johnson. There was like three states. They they, they blow it out a broader proportion a little bit because if you actually read the article, which I I skimmed the article, mm. uh, it was like eleven people in Colorado had some reactions to it. None of them died. There's no fatalities or anything, mm. but apparently, uh, yeah. And then apparently Moderna is the one after that. A lot of people, like 51% of people had a fever and chilled after the second shot. Okay. I went with Mikey Casino actually, and he had a, he had a little mini reaction after the first shot, Okay. Well, but he had, he had, uh, he had COVID already. So I could have something to do. He said he was just wiped out and exhausted and his arm was sore. And I took a lot of – I took great silence in telling him I was fine. Okay. So that's actually what my question was. You had said you're a pussy if you, get, if you have a reaction after the first shot. It's okay after the second shot. Is that – that's where you got it from was Casino? Yeah. He he, uh, he he said he was okay. He wasn't, like, down and out or anything. He just said that uh, he was a little tired. He wasn't sure if that was just normal or if it was from the shot. Um, I don't know. I haven't really heard. I haven't heard of too many people getting uh, too banged up, but I'm prepared. You were prepared sure. to be. Yeah. Well, what's his face? Guriel on the Blue Jays had to leave in the third inning. The other night, they said. Oh, I, I, I hope right? I could play through it. I'm hoping I could play through it. But just like 24 hours, though, right? Like I, like my yeah, like 48 at the most. They said. Okay. Like my friend from work, his wife had a reaction to it, and she was. Like better the next, like that, the next night basically. Like I just don't want to take. I just don't want to take a day off, vaccine related, personal day. <laughs> you know, knowing that I'm I'm really like fine. It's not even like I'm really sick. It's just just fighting off this uh, whatever antibodies, whatever you want to call them. I have no idea. I don't know why. I don't know why. What the reaction is? Is that it's like it's like well, the, it's your it's, like it's your flu. body creating antibodies. I think it's your body kind of building up an immunity to the coronavirus. Oh. oh, okay. So that pain, pain is just getting stronger. No pain. No kind of like a no pain, no gain. So yeah, you could spin zone it. If you do have a reaction, like, yeah, I'm getting healthy. Okay. Yeah. That's just me getting stronger. Force field around me right now. That's it. Yeah. And then the real Come big me, thing bro. that makes you feel the, the healthiest is they give you a little uh, a vaccine card. That's, that's the thing that you got to get laminated and like wear on your neck, I guess, to get into a Yankee game, you know, after you get uh, all your shots. I did see that you can buy, I'm not sure how accurate or great they are, but you could buy like a fake one. Like a fake oh, dude, I'm sure you, I'm sure you could. <laughs> like, there's no much. way, there's no way they're checking everyone's ID and matching it up with the name that's on the card. Cause it's a yeah. lot of like handwritten stuff on the card. So basically you decide you don't want to get vaccinated. You could borrow one from somebody who has been vaccinated if they let you. I'm not letting anyone borrow my vaccine card. I touch <laughs> yeah. my vaccine card. No. But in reality, you could just borrow someone's vaccine card, show it at a Yankee game, get in, and you're fine. You're not really vaccinated and you're walking around no problem. Social security card you could borrow. I have some fake ID still you could borrow. I'm pretty sure I gave somebody. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I gave some. Like I, Handed down my a fake idea of mine when I turned twenty one. 
Uh, so I had no problem there. But the vaccine card, so I'm keeping that one close to the vest. Precious. It's going to be it's gonna be obsolete after a few months. You're going to have to go back and get another one, I'm sure. But for now, it'll be worth its weight in gold. Yeah, yeah. And I got lucky. My, my place was very well organized. And I've heard from most people, actually, that it's been pretty good, uh, pretty organized and, you know, pretty well run. I've actually, I've actually heard the same from people that it's, it's, it's been bang, bang, getting in and out of their places. A kid, a kid I work with went, it was like a 2.30 appointment right down the street, and he was back by 3, I think. I mean, he was – Yeah, uh, you got to lie a little bit so you don't have to go right back to work. You got to, like, lie to your boss. And Some people just don't have him. <laughs> Some people just don't have him. I mean, he was like – he was like uh, – he's like, yeah, I'm leaving at 2.30 to do my shot. And I was like, you're doing shots at 2.30? And he was like, he didn't really quite get it. And I was like, ah. I was like, all right, if you're leaving for shots, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave and do some shots too. And he was like, ha, ha. I was like, I don't yeah. know. If, like, sometimes I don't know if it's my delivery or people just, or just my sense of humor just doesn't jive with some people. <laughs> so that's pretty good. It was pretty funny, but I guess not. Yeah. A little bit, a little bit, of, a little bit of a dad joke. I was on my best material. <laughs> I mean, I went down the street from my office too. I didn't go back to work though. I could have for another, for another hour, but I was like, yeah, come on. You got to lie a little bit and say it was a disaster. <laughs> yeah, well, just buy yourself a little – give yourself a little time. Give yourself a little break. I mean, I did have to wait in a little bit of a line. You know, you're not going to just walk in and out like it's uh, the post office. Yeah. Although you guys probably line at the post office too. But, you know, probably I will say place. this. You know what I realized when I was waiting in line is small talk just doesn't work with masks. Oh, you can't hear a goddamn thing. And you don't want to pull your mask down because then people think you're a terrorist. You're going to, you know, breathe COVID all over them. And you don't really want the other guy taking his mask down because forget about COVID because then you don't want to get into a full-blown conversation with them. Mm -hmm. But you're in a a tough spot. It's just – you're just asking someone to repeat themselves two, three times. And that it's just – you can't get into a rhythm. No, you're and you're, if you're in a situation when you're like indoors and there's a fan on or something, adding to the like the ambient noise, and you're, you're trying to say something and they they can't hear you and they're saying something back and you're like what and they're like what and like wait who's what are we trying to address here what's going on? Yeah. It's timeout. It's like quarterback on the road. You just got to call a timeout and walk to the sideline. You got your hands over your ears, Shake, shaking your head, walk to the sidelines. Yeah, piss like ripping off the ripping off the buttons on the side of the helmet. <laughs> yeah, it's too the elements, too many elements. Yeah, uh, but yeah, yeah it's it just it just doesn't work, man. I wasn't good at small talk pre mass. Like when I was checking in, the you got to show like your ID, your insurance, and all that. Mm-hmm. And one of the uh, one of the the women who checked me in, she goes, "Oh, Taurus is rule." I'm like, mm-hmm. what? Wow, that's <laughs> talk about deep, small talk. Deep cut, yeah. My <laughs> astrological sign—that's that's way up. That's a step above small talk. Yeah, <laughs> she had somebody who misses small talk in the worst way. Oh yeah, I forget what else she said. She said, uh, she "said Oh, I'm uh, three days older than you." Same same year. And I'm that's... like, "Oh, May eleventh. And she's like, "No, older." I'm like, "Ah." I fucked up the math there. May fifth. <laughs> like my math, my math is the math. See the the mask is hurt. The mask is hurting my arithmetic. 
don't know if that's what happened. It's like I'm just yeah, I'm, I'm panicking. My math's off. I'm just trying to get to the just trying to get to the room and get my shot. <laughs> and I gotta tell you, it's been a while since I've gotten a shot. Probably since I was a kid because I, I never get the flu shot. Okay. Didn't even feel a damn thing. Nah, it's nothing. No problem. Didn't look over or anything. I was like, I'm not gonna look at the shot. Didn't feel a thing. Uh, then your arm, I mean, your arm's a little sore for a day or two, but not nothing, nothing major. All right, good, good report. Some people, I've, my my wife, you couldn't even touch her arm. I've heard some people talk about how their arm is like it hurts a lot, but I mean, it was like a little general soreness, but no problem touching it or anything. I wonder if it's just a reaction to the medicine at the point of injury there. The shot, I don't know. Like, like if you put a needle in my arm with like nothing in it, it's not going to hurt. 10 minutes later. But I'm sure there's something – I'm sure it's something to do with the juice that's in it that's a reaction. It's got to be because it's a weird – yeah, it's a, it's a weird little feeling. Like, I wouldn't even call it sore. It was – I don't even know how to explain it exactly. Just a little off. Okay. You got the flu shot this year? No. Has your arm ever been sore from a flu shot? Um, I don't think so. I don't think so. I, I, I get it like every other year. And this year I didn't get it because nobody was going anywhere. And they even went to the doctor in like February. He's like, we have some extra flu shots. Do you want it? And I was like, nope. <laughs> He's like, ah. Nah. Even, even, even he said, well, nobody's going to get the flu this year. So, yeah. yeah, that's the thing because everyone's wearing masks, right? Yeah. So no one's going to get the flu. Yeah, the fuck am I going to get a shot for? I mean, this, that is, I, I said this a, a, year, a year plus ago when this all started. I, I started noticing less people like there's nobody not even less people just nobody out that's like sneezing coughing sniffling everybody's staying home if they have symptoms i mean i'm afraid to do any of that no i I get i get like i get like a little tickle in my throat sometimes i get like a little acid reflex and it causes like a little bit of like a tickle yeah like i try to like hold if i'm like around anybody i try my best man because it'll freak people out like man i gotta like Fucking go to the bathroom if uh, to cough a few times. Yeah, yep. no, I, no, but I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I try. I try not to judge people if they have like a cough like that or even like a sneeze. Sneeze, you know, get the fuck out of here. Sneeze is a little bit more projectile. They got a little more problem with the sneeze, but uh, but just in general, like nobody seems to be walking around with any flu-like symptoms, and it's been going on like that since the first. Since we since we knew this thing was coming from across the pond, you ever sneeze into your mask? Uh, I probably I don't know. I haven't record I haven't recorded it in my mind in my memory. <laughs> Why you have? Oh yeah, it's a fucking low. It's a real low feeling. <laughs> like what are we doing here? It's fucking scummy. Fucking sneezing into a mask. That's all. It's dirty and disgusting. It's not coming back on your face, chin. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like we got to draw the line somewhere. Sometimes you got to let the mask down. It's like that episode of Seinfeld where uh where Costanza gets caught peeing in the in the gym. Mm. Was it in the gym shower? Yeah. And he's like, "Yeah." He's like, "Well, I read somewhere that like it's really bad to hold it in. It's unhealthy." <laughs> and Jerry's like, "They they mentioned that article about <laughs> What it's you know the effects of standing in a pool of your own urine. <laughs> That's what I felt like. I'm like you know I mean these masks are protecting protecting us, but to say anything about like 
marinating in your own mucus <laughs> after a big long sneeze. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's gross. That is gross. <laughs> so, and sometimes one of those sneezes, it's just it comes, you know, boom. Yeah, no, you can't help it. You can't hold. Or it if you're around people, you can't. I mean, you can't be seen sneezing. No, this even is- if it's into your hand, you see someone sneeze into your hand. I'm not going near you for forever. A week, at least. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, I know, I know you get like the multi-sneezers. The multi-sneezer in public right now is enemy number one. Oh, yeah. Multi-sneezer, man. You call the cops on that guy. Like, like one I can abide by. Like, I get it. You get a little tickle, you sneeze. But if you're if I three, four, like, oh, okay, pal. Like, let's, come on, wrap it up over there. I'm yeah, and it is it is allergy season too, so you might be seeing that a little bit more often. No, I don't care. I'm fucking taking a taking Allegra. Do you feel like you Bonies. could you feel like you could uh kind of separate and determine whether that's an allergy sneezer or a COVID sneezer? Uh yeah, I I think for the most part it's probably allergy sneezers, but it's it's just the general feeling I get after two. It's like, let's wrap it up. I you know, I don't care. Even because what what if you're what if you're have an allergy suffer with uh, non symptomatic COVID? You're just spreading you're spreading all your germs anyway. Like I mean, if somebody sneezed by me two years ago, I'd still have a problem with it. It's just gross. Now it's gross with an added uh, risk. Yeah, that's true. That's how that's how I felt when. Uh... When I had this strep throat, I thought it was allergies for the long, because I was just that time of year, it's getting warmer. I was taking Zyrtec all week. And I'm pretty sure I did have allergies. That's the ironic part. But everything cleared up except for the throat. And then I'm sitting there and I'm like, ah, shit. Miserable. Not quite allergies. (laughs) I still feel like there was something rattling around in there. I may have had COVID, I don't know. There was something rattling around. It was like a couple weeks after the fever broke. Mm-hmm. Went for a walk with my wife, and I had to put on long sleeves. This is in June. I'm never, never uh, cold ever. Yeah, ever, you were you wearing short sleeves through the winter, basically, except for yeah, you wear a jacket. Yeah, I like wearing a jacket. You know, short sleeve. Sure. What's and, the uh, uh, well, what, what's the uh, like temperature? Like if it's below twenty or is it below thirty when you're in a long sleeve? Uh, yeah. Just to give the people th- a little thirty. Just to give the people an idea of what we're talking about here. Oh, Dude. you're talking in in the winter. You're talking about just in just in general, because you're saying it's in June when you're wearing the long sleeves. So I was trying to get an idea of in general. Oh, and sometimes. Well, I mean, if it's really cold, even even what I'll do is I'll do like a winter jacket plus like a maybe like a zip up underneath the winter jacket, mm-hmm. and then just when you get to someone's house, you got like a polo shirt on. It's fine, yeah. you know. Everybody's I like uh, I like the short sleeves, you know. Everybody's blasting the heat anyway, so. Exactly. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not a big long, long sleeves guy. And if I do do long sleeves, I like doing something like light. Yeah. Yeah. All right. It's tough finding the nice, you know, light. Sleeve. You have sweaters like on holidays or something. Let's just easier t-shirt or polo shirt. It's a lot easier. So the the recovery was extra long, like longer than you're used to. So you think that there might've been some residual effects from either that or if it was bad bacteria. It wasn't even like it was recovery. It was just, 
it was some, it was like weeks after the fever had broken, I was better. Mm-hmm. And I had to put on a sweat, uh, long sleeve shirt when we went for a walk and my hands turned clammy white. Oh, okay. And they were like cold. Mm-hmm. I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, I'm trying to like get feet, trying to get like feeling back, not feeling, but like color back in my hands. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what? And like, like an hour later, like they were fine. They turned like white and clammy and cold. I was like, what is going on? And eventually my body temperature went back to normal, like after an hour or so. That's it. I mean. Bizarre it's, shit. That's the only time this happens to you? Uh, I think it was a couple times. Uh, it was right after I was sick, though. But it was already like yeah. my fever was broke. My throat was better. And it was just random. Because that sounds like. When it gets cold, like I lose feeling on like one of my toes, like my one of my big toes, and it's just yeah. it's like a circulation thing. Like doctors, are like don't worry about it; it's fine. But it's just like a, as long as it's cold, like I'll, I'm gonna have that. It's it's gonna be like just one of those effects that I feel. Yeah, but this was like eighty something degrees. No, I know, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't. I just I wonder. Yeah, so your circulation that should be fine, right? I don't know. I was just trying. I was trying <laughs> yeah. to compare it to something that I can think of. But I have no idea. Yeah, like, I don't know. Like a comparison. Huh. So you lose you lose feeling in one of your big toes? Yeah, I think it's I think it's my left. I think it's my left foot. I just try and put it out of my out of my mind until next winter now. But yeah. Got two yep. right feet. <laughs> it was tough. I, I put I played golf two weeks ago and it was like I was I was out at like seven o'clock in the morning. It was fucking freezing. And then we didn't tee off for like an hour. We're outside the entire time, and my like my foot is just going numb. I'm like, like oh, let's go inside real quick. I grab a cup of coffee for you know before we tee off. Just I wanted just to warm up, man. I was freezing. You got to wear the uh, compression socks. I doubled. I doubled up. I wore two socks for that, but didn't didn't help. Yeah, I guess it was the copper compression socks, something like that. That's really old. oh yeah, that's old man shit. I don't know if I can do that yet. Pull them up. <laughs> My my no, my wife had them from years ago, even before I met her, when she broke her ankle. Mm-hmm. And I I have a couple of them I stole from her. Compression socks, I wear them sometimes. Do you feel They're the nice. difference? Feel the difference? Nah. Or just just snug and comfy. They're just snug. I like I like them. I like you know I like sneakers. I like shoes. Like I like it's like fastening your seatbelt. That's why I can't stand them when I see people with the flip flops and like the shoes hanging off and stuff. I like nice. I like my feet nice and secured. Me too. I like everybody. I like other people's feet nice and. I like my feet and other people's feet nice and secure. Well, mostly men. Women's all right. Yeah, for well, a nice manicured, nice manicured toes. All right. You could, yeah, you can deal with it. Still not, you know. Still. What's her face's feet and uh, Jackie Brown were nice. I can't. Why is she drawing? I'm drawing a blank. Bridget oh, Fonda. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Not a bad right. foot. I'm not a foot guy. That needs way, shape, or form. But, I mean, you could, put, of... you could put worse feet on camera, I guess. You know, the Bridget Fonda. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, Tarantino knew what he was doing. Yes. Yeah, well, that's his expertise. Well, he wants to appeal to all the demographics. The foot people? That's a, The foot people. It, he seems to be really concerned with the foot people's tastes. Yeah, he's yeah, he's certainly a foot person. Between guy likes a good foot. 
Kill Bill and Margot Robbie and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. He's a, he's a big foot guy. No feet. Likes, in, likes a good foot. No feet in Reservoir Dogs. Did, he did not want did not want to like focus on Steve Buscemi's feet for some reason. Yeah, there was uh, I mean, there was no women really in uh, Reservoir Dogs, right? No, I think it's just a lady who uh, shoots. Mr. Orange. Yeah. And then he yeah. shoots her back. Yeah, that's pretty much it, I think. They don't they don't show a waitress in the opening scene, right? They talk about waitresses, but they don't actually show her. I don't think yeah. If they do, it's like waist up waist down, I'll guess, but I don't even think she's there. And not for nothing. You should tip your waitresses. You should t- tip your workers. But yeah. Mr. Pink may have a point because that's a pretty long scene and none of them get their coffins filled during it. You may have a, a little bit of a point. Um, I, yeah, no, I, I side with the waitress. I don't know what she's doing. I don't know how long they've been there. I don't know how many times she's refilled the coffees. I don't know. Well, she, she said like two times already. <laughs> he wants his cup six or seven, right? Yeah, yeah. Could be a little – that may be a little much, but it is a long scene. Yeah, I, 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 I really – it takes a lot for me to get mad at a, a waiter or a waitress. I've, oh no, I, I no, I agree. I, and I judge people. I think there should like when you get up there, if there's a heaven, that'd be one of the first things. If I was at the pearly gates, I would judge you for how you treated like uh, <laughs> workers, wait, waiters and waitresses. If you're a piece of shit to them and you treat them like they're the help, I'm making you wait to get in. Good. Yeah, I agree. That's fine with me. There's a few people that I could think of that deserve to get on the waiting list for heaven because of how they treat Oh, you're getting on a wait serious staff. waiting list. Serious yeah. waiting list. If you, if, you treat, uh, if you treat those workers like shit and you just talk down to them, yeah. you're a piece of shit. Piece the, of shit. For the most part, you're not, you're not going to a place where – like if you're going to the Golden Corral and shitting on a waiter – I don't even know if Golden Corral has waiters. But if you, that, that's, what peop, that's where people are doing it is like places like this. Like you can't – you're eating at Golden Corral. You can't shit on the fucking waiter here. Like you're not, you're nothing special. This is fucking Golden Corral. Like I would assume, not that there's any leeway, but I think it's fair to expect a certain level of service if if you're at like the the highest class of places, right? You're spending like ridiculous mm-hmm. amounts of money. Even still, I would be polite to the staff. I could be a little bit. I feel like it could be a little bit more not demanding. You could expect a little more, maybe. Maybe even, I guess, a little more demanding. But right, just not being a, like a shithead to them. You know what I mean? Because you're spending X amount of dollars. But what, especially if you go into if you go into one of these places, if you're going into uh, like a Perkins and giving the waitress shit because uh, your, your your pancakes are cold or the syrup you don't have enough syrup or something, then you're a complete asshole, and you should deserve. You probably even deserve to get on the waiting list to have him. <laughs> yeah i mean there's there's certain scenarios i guess where you got to speak up and say something if the service is lackluster or below you know what it should be okay. but i I always take the the approach where like if someone's handling your food man you, you were a waiter before did and did you ever witness anybody fucking with someone's food just somebody who was being an asshole like you had a, you had to deal with some people who were just um no i never did see anybody fuck with anybody's food but it really you the 
you could piss off a person and uh, you wonder what they're going to do. I, one guy tipped me a penny one time, but I didn't, oh. I didn't do anything. I mean, I, I fucked up. I fucked up a couple of times with that guy in his order, but it was like, it was my fault. I could, I could tell you every excuse in the book, but even still nobody deserved. And he told me, I think he called me something too. I think he said something, <laughs> he said something on the way out too. And uh, I mean, like, whatever, man, like I just, at a, at a rough day, a rough day at the office, you know, like it's probably, it's probably my worst day. Two years I was a waiter at this place and that was probably my worst morning. Probably my worst brought up, brought, brought him like the wrong order or. Well, it was, it was breakfast. And let me tell you, breakfast is a thousand times harder to wait on than, than dinner. There's, breakfast it runs. Yeah. I was just going to say like, I feel like people put a lot of pressure in, like into breakfast like it's a it's like very it's like an event when these people go out to breakfast yeah. it almost bothers me i like going out for breakfast but it bothers me when i see other people doing it around me <laughs> what i'm doing well <laughs> right cause it takes away from your experience you want it right you want you want the uh the, the sole experience of it you don't want to, have to deal with other people around you right like i just look across i'm like fucking people go and make your own goddamn <laughs> eggs <laughs> So it's it's there's a few extra steps in it, right? And like everything, and and everything costs less on breakfast. So I feel like it's a little bit more work for the waiter, and the tips are a little bit less because the cost is a little bit less. So I never I never liked it because of that. Um, plus, like the coffee refills is something you know you don't have that with dinner generally. Um, a few people also don't. with breakfast. There's no real format to breakfast. I feel like it's kind of like a free for all. Whereas dinner, you have a format. You have like the appetizers. Then if it's like maybe if it's like an Italian joint or some other place, you may have a salad. Mm-hmm. And then entrees, dessert, breakfast. People are just throwing haymakers at you. Yeah, they want every and everything comes out at once at breakfast. Side of bacon, sausage, English muffin, pancakes, waffles. It's like it's a free for all breakfast. <laughs> so I think with this, I remember one one of the things with this guy was he ordered cereal. Like fuck you for ordering cereal to fucking diner. Like one of the one of the six things you ordered was like Captain Crunch or some shit. That's cereal killer shit. So I so I brought him the cereal. watch, and it's those little boxes too. Those little single serve boxes. This is like some big dude eating like Fruit Loops out of one of those little boxes. That's two fucking scoops of Fruit Loops. You fucking chooch. So, <laughs> I, so I got on that, and I, and I think, and he ordered milk. So I brought him like a glass of milk, but he wanted milk to put in his cereal. So he was pissed because he's like, how the fuck am I supposed to pour this into my, I don't think he said how the fuck, but how do I pour this into my cereal? Like what am I supposed to do? Like, you know, you pour it out of a glass, like a glass, like a pint glass or something. It's going to slide down the side. You get all over the place. He wanted like a, you know. Carton. Like a carton to pour easily. So I think he gave me shit for that. I remember the cereal and I brought the cereal at the wrong time or something. I don't remember. Like I forgot a plate of bacon or something. I don't know. It was, so it was this a, guy wanted his meal stacked. I just that goes against what I just said. This guy wanted like his cereal at a certain time. Yeah, that was part of it. The cereal supposed to come out at a certain time, and he didn't get it at the right time. And you know, uh, see, I I don't like this guy because no, because there's breakfast. Everything comes out at once. It comes yeah. out when it comes out. Yeah, yeah. It's and it was dinner. It's not a steak joint. It's not. You know what I mean? There's there's no cal. This, your your Captain Crunch isn't a plate of fried cal fried calamari. No. Yeah, he'll be fine. He'll be fine with it. You'll be fine whenever you get it. Yeah, it was it was a that that's basically what I remember of that that gentleman. But then he left he left me like a penny though. So he made I, a point. He made a point. 
Yeah, and I sucked. I'll be the first to admit that I sucked, but I mean, I don't think I deserve to be like shit on. And I probably, I mean, whatever. Leave a shitty, leave no tip or whatever. It's fine. But I mean, I don't have to be an asshole about it on the way out. Like I fucked up. I had a rough day at the office, man. It happens. And I think is there any? Go ahead. I was just saying. I think that was probably my first, if not my first, like one of my first days doing breakfast. Which you know, just getting used to it is tough. I know breakfast. Well, breakfast at a diner has got to be busiest that and maybe like the rush hour after the bars close i'd rather do i, I like doing the late nights though better because those are my people you know true I, I i did a bunch of those i love doing the overnights i loved working like uh i think it was like the six to six shift those that was the best yeah um, yeah is there anything weirder you could i'm, I'm like racking my brain right now is there anything weirder you can order in a diner than cereal like i don't know Fruit or so? I don't even know what no, people, would be weirder people, than cereal. No, nah, people did fruit because that that's part of it. You had to do like a little fruit cup or something. That's that's a big part of breakfast. We had to cut those up yourselves, like fresh. So that's time consuming. That's something you had to do at dinner to cut up anything. Yeah. Um, I was always fascinated by the people who I saw order the cereal, though. It makes no it's sense. Sh- it's yeah. a very strange yeah. order. I the the only way you can talk me into ordering cereal at a diner is if I'm sitting by myself at the counter and like for some reason I'm eating at a diner three, four times in a week. Like I'm on a vacation, I'm going to the same place every day. And I'm like, I just don't want another fucking fried egg. I don't want a pancake or a big wop. I just wanted something small. Get me like a whatever give me some cereal and a plate of fruit or something like that's the only time you could really talk me into it and i'm really digging deep here to think of a scenario no i was just gonna say like it's that would be my scenario if i was a regular at a diner i'm yeah. there all the time yeah and i'm just like yeah i mean i had that on with twice this week already yeah it's make yeah. a make a bowl of cereal yeah but even then if you're on vacation or something like you figure the place you're staying has got to have something like that's true. The continental breakfast, continental yeah. breakfast. Then it's okay. I feel like to get a cereal. Oh, continental is wide open. You get continental breakfast. You can get anything. You had, you, I think you had to get cereal. You get one box of cereal. You got to get some cold eggs, some uh, undercooked, undercooked bacon that's burnt on the outside. Um, I don't know. Continentals are tough. Because there's some really bad continental breakfast out there. Yeah, I stayed at a place over the summer that had a continental. Ooh, I don't know if it was necessarily a bad continental, but it was just it was the wrong clientele at this place. The wrong people. Oh yeah, the wrong people could really bring down a continental. <laughs> the, wrong, the wrong people could really uh, could, could really could really hurt it. What was the what was the the people what were the people like they're probably just people. talked about this uh it was when i stayed at mystic uh yeah it's just like trashy i knew from jump man and, and i got like a pretty good it was a pretty cheap room because if you stay like right in the heart of mystic mm-hmm. it's like older uh it's not even like hotel it's almost like bed and breakfast and they're just older and you pay out the ass for it so i was like all right i'll stay a mile up the road in uber mm-hmm. it was a hyatt which i've had good luck with and just from the time we got there, I'm like, let me go check out the pool. Oh, we didn't even put our. Oh, that's. Oh man, the pool we... was a fucking sight. Man. Let's put your finger on the pulse right there. The pool. 
<laughs> I was like, oh, that's just <laughs> it's a great way to scout out what you're dealing with for the next couple of days. And I was like, apparently, apparently these people also saw that rooms weren't too bad here and also had the same idea I did. But well, whatever. You're bar- I mean, we were there a couple of nights. You're barely even at the hotel. But uh, yeah, I mean, you could. Long story short, you can get some. Uh, you can get the wrong crowd out of the continental breakfast. It can really bring it down. To bring the show full circle, I think the best continental breakfast you could hope for is the Econo Lodge and PK continental breakfast. All right, yeah, no longer. Do you remember? I mean, I'm sure you remember. What oh, was yeah, it was menu? your standard. And the best part about that place is, like, they didn't really get much business. So, like, you'd be the only people in there. Wait. Maybe there'd be, like, one or two other people. Wait, what's your memory of the continental breakfast? Um, did they – did they actually have? They had one, right? Early, yeah, early on. But I don't. I wouldn't call it, continental's not the word for it. But I'm sure they used it. <laughs> but it was. I think it was just a box of uh, Entenmann's donuts. <laughs> and a, and oh, a, is that what it was? And a pot of coffee. Yeah, and you end up with like a powdered donut and some coffee. That's pretty much it. For some reason, I don't know why I remembered like cereal. Well, there was um, – we did stay at a at Holiday Inn Express one time, which had a little nicer – Oh, I could be a little nicer confusing – I could be confusing spots then. I mean, what those were the days, man, where you just <laughs> – excuse to go away and just stay at a random hotel. And it was the only only reason was just to get fucked up because you had – yeah, you were just like a, of a certain age where you didn't always have a place to go. Yeah. And you're just like, yeah, whatever. So we'll get a hotel someplace. And, uh, oh, you know what I could be thinking of is uh, when we went down to the Preakness, what was that, a Ramada Inn? I have no idea. That was a nice continental breakfast. I might be confusing Ramada Inn in Pimlico to uh, Poughkeepsie Hotel. That was a nice continental breakfast? Really? I think so. I remember going out and getting breakfast the next morning. Wow. They had, like, bagels. I don't know. All the, I've stayed in so many of these. I've stayed in so many of these. Hotels that they all blend together, the the breakfast. Yeah, I start doing a continental breakfast blog. Should it's a it's a nice little touch to have. It's a nice little touch to have. It's yeah, because you're you're walking that fine line. Of, you know that it's a free breakfast, and like at what point is it too much for them to offer? So I'm not sure. Like, is, is there any continental breakfast where there's like fresh hot food there? Or is it all just sitting underneath a uh, like a like a warming lamp? Yeah, it's it's tough. I mean, when it comes down to it, you get what you pay for. You know, is there a the <laughs> breakfast where they have like a waffle maker there? Like, oh, you're asking a lot now. I don't know a maker. Yeah. Mm. Or like um, even like a, like a guy doing omelets. Or is that too oh, much? No, for, I don't know. That's way too much. That's too a much for a continental. Yeah. It's, it's not so, going to be not going to be a guy in a bow tie that, uh, days in making you <laughs> <laughs> making you a western. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I just I, I hope so. I was just wondering if it was possible at all. You know, if you pay pay for the room and you get you know you get a nice omelet in the morning, a nice omelet station. That I mean that would be very nice, but there'd be people taking advantage of that. For sure. Well, you pay for the lecture for the room. That's it, you know. Right. So, all right. So, you're, it's it, it's cooked into the cake, baked into the cake. Yeah. Basically, it's baked into the final price. Yeah. All right. Yeah. 
So it's not a bad idea. A little omelet station at a night at a little bit of a lower scale type of motel. Lower scale, higher price, because you get that. But people aren't going to pay for it though. People don't pay for the content of the breakfast. They go, they go to these places in the hopes they get a free fucking, uh, I don't know, Eggo waffle or something. As much as I like a Belgian waffle, Eggos are great. Eggos, know what they're doing. Yeah, I mean they're the they're the waffle, the waffle kings. You know, Eggos are really good waffle. Yeah. Um. There's a lot of ver- variety of ego products out there now. Bro, um, I'm, I'm, out, I'm out of the ego game. What yeah. do they got? Well, there, I mean, there's like, I'm, I can't speak knowledgeably on all of these, but there's like the regular ego. There's a uh, like a fluffier ego waffle. They have French toast waffles. They have the pancakes. Not French toast, French toast waffles. Waffle. Not French toast waffles. French toast like, sticks? Like French toast sticks. Yeah, not French toast waffles. Always. Um. Uh, they have like they have the pancakes. They have oh, you ever see it? The mini Eggo waffles, which is like four mini yeah, waffles connected together. Those I forgot all about those, and so just now I gotta get those for the kids. Those are excellent. I'll eat some of those myself. Um, <laughs> those are good. Um, yeah, a lot of different varieties of of Eggo out there. Okay, I used to do the French toast sticks a little bit growing up. Kids Obviously, love the French the toast sticks. Yeah, French toast sticks are all right. Um, it's one of those things, though. I feel like the fast food waffle, meaning mm-hmm. an ego, mm-hmm. like you, you can't get that. You can't replicate that with like uh, pancakes or anything. Like pancakes, you got to make. Not the same. They're ed- they're edible. They're not the same though. Like yeah, the fast food pancake. The the make the yeah the microwave pancake whatever the microwave uh, yeah. nah. Yeah, they're you gotta, if you're gonna get like a fast food pancake, just go to McDonald's and get hotcakes. Not bad there. Those are good pancakes. Yeah, those are good. They still uh, do the hotcakes. I'm assuming, right? I think so. Yeah, I think so. Been a while. Here, here's what here. I haven't done this in years, but I did have the pancakes at some point in my life. And the key is, you microwave them, right? The Eggo pancakes you're in the microwave, not the regular toaster. Yeah. The key is to put the butter on them. Before you know, pre-microwave. So when you warm up, it just melts right into the pancake itself. Excellent. Oh, there you go. Trick of the trade. Yeah, soaks right into it. It's completely unhealthy, but uh, I mean, if you're eating pancakes out of a box, what the fuck are you, what are you saving yourself for? <laughs> yeah, just go all out, man. Dig, dig right in. Butter <laughs> pancakes. That's it. All right. Well, on that. High cholesterol note. I think that's an hour, right? We're over an hour. For the second time in a row, I forgot to fucking write down the time. Uh, but yeah, I, close enough. Yeah. So I think I'll do it for the show. What do you think? Nice Monday show. Yeah, Oops. people are getting this for free. You know what I mean? You're not getting this a lot of places. You're getting an education. You're getting a few laughs. You can't beat it. You really can't. No ads. Now you know, now you know how to yeah, no ads. Now yeah. you know how to handle surprise parties. Now you know how to handle your birthday. That's a, that's a, it's a really good tip right there. Take control. Take control of your birthday. Yeah. Don't let somebody take the reins. No, you don't want that. All right. Well, that'll do it for Sunday Poor, Monday Night in the Books. Have a great fucking week. Thank you very much for listening. We do appreciate you spending the time with us. We'll talk to you later on in the week. Ant, what do you got? Yeah, thanks for listening, everybody, and uh, see you later on. Peace.
There we go. Another show that we somehow didn't get the Yanks in <laughs> at all. Uh, Yanks. All right. <laughs> five and five after 10. Yeah. One got, week. You got to play, got to play 500. You're going to play 500 ball most of the year. You guys got to get, you know, the hot streaks got to outweigh the cold streaks. Yep. Uh, let's see. What else? Bullpen. Good. Yes. Yes. Odor, Odor and Geo. Sanchez bailed him out yesterday. Yeah, I, I'm glad you're talking about positives. Sanchez is one of my team positives right now. He's playing – he's not – no power. He's playing within himself. Oh, the, you know, I, I hope – my hope is that the numbers come around for him. Um, he starts knocking some runs in, you know, maybe put a couple over the wall. I mean, if, if uh, Kyle's going to come in, back him up and do this every, every week, that's fine too. Um, and he's the personal catcher for Cole. I don't care what anyone. He's yeah, the personal no. catcher. That's yeah. Yeah. opening day was just a mirage. Yeah, it was just it, that. That was a pat on the back to Gary saying, "Look, you're our catcher. You know, there's no. You're the number one catcher. There's no uh, question here." So yeah. I'm 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 really happy where Gary Gary is. I I didn't need him to to you know knock the cover off the ball or burst onto the scene, but uh, he's not. He feels like less of a liability than he has in a long time, and that's a positive for me. Odor, a big positive. Geo, a huge positive. Gardner, awesome, Gardner, a huge positive. Platoon between him and Frazier right now, you think? More of a platoon than it is Frazier every day. I, I would love to see what Frazier does on a full-time basis. I really would. Um, I mean, you're probably going to get that because someone's going to get hurt. It'd probably be him, though. <laughs> Because <laughs> they'll probably one through a wall trying to, you know, get an extra day playing, you know. Uh Hicks, big negative. I can't. He was stand supposed Hicks. to be hitting he was supposed to be hitting six tonight before he opted out. That, okay, okay. That's I didn't realize I didn't know that. That's big time. So I wait, heard I heard that, so I don't know. So one, two, three was gonna be what one, two, three was. Stanton two, judge three. That was what it was gonna be. I think be. that's Stanton's new spot. I mean, I don't love it, but I think that's his new spot. I think it's DJ Stanton Judge. You know, the way I look, ju- judges and same thing, not, not knocking the cover of the ball, playing within himself. Um, I'm, I'm waiting for him to turn it up a little bit. I'm waiting for him to be a little more of the focal point in the offense. Yeah. He's, I mean, he's as solid as you can get. Put him three. I don't mind him, you know, batting behind Stanton as a little protection. Maybe Stanton gets a couple. It, between the two of them, you know, I trust Stanton less. So he, he needs a little more help. Give him the protection. I like. I I'm fine with that. You're right. So it's, it's like a, the Maris Maris and Mantle. It's when they not flip flopped them. It's not ideal, but yeah, it is a little Maris Mantle scenario. Not ideal. Maris was, but, Maris was pissed because he thought he was going to get he was going to get blamed for flipping them in the order. Mm-hmm. I mean, Stan is hitting 167 over four tonight. Uh, so you think batting him in front of Judge gets him better pitches to hit? I think that's, that's the hope. I don't know if it's going to happen. I think I think we did we talk about it on the show or just you and I where we think that people pitch around him and he just chases anyway. Yeah, I. It's kind of like a chicken or the egg. Are they pitching yeah. around him or do they know he'll swing out of the strike zone? So technically, they're making those pitches to get him out. I don't know. Yeah. So, I mean, Glaber. Glaber's hitting 205. He hasn't been very good. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like they're trying to, like, make the lineup a little bit longer by putting Judge third, I feel like. 
I don't mind it. I yeah, it's that's fine with me. Better him than Hicks. I that's that Hicks to me was such a hole in the lineup, man. It was killing me. Yeah. I mean, they may. I don't know. The lineup could. It looks ugly at times. Yeah, I mean, I don't. Want, I I love Gardner, but there's no way that the oldest guy in the team should be batting anywhere near the top of the lineup. Right. Consistently. I mean, I get like once in a while you put him up there one because just days off and like you want a little speed. Um, but I mean, he shouldn't be batting sixth or third or fifth. Like he shouldn't be up there. I think he's right. Like, I mean, he's a fourth outfielder. Yeah. So I love him. He's been great. He's been a fucking ball of energy. I don't probably can't sustain 162, but I mean, I mean, definitely can't sustain 162, but he's been a, a big positive and that's why I kept him around, you know? Yeah. Um, yesterday's win was that I, I tell you what, we avoided talking about him today, but if they lost yesterday, I would have come in hot today. No matter what was going on in this game, I would have been pissed. And I'm still, I'm still happy. I'm still happy with the weekend, you know, dropping two or three to the Rays. I'm not happy with how they handle the Rays at all. Yeah, I mean, it's fucking, it's frustrating, man. Like I don't. Oh, by the way, well, I forgot to mention this. I wanted to mention this. Tampa, they were like posting on their social media, Twitter page or whatever, them accepting their American League rings. I mean, once a devil, right? Always a devil, right? I'll just say that. Um, no, they just do everything. Uh, they like they just play collectively better than the Yankees. Yes, like they're just like they're not more talented. Uh, they just play better. Like they they play better baseball. What and like everyone hits home runs nowadays, but it feels like they don't. Um, like, they don't necessarily wait around for the three-run homer, even though they do hit home runs. Yeah. You know what I mean? They don't live, in, they don't live and die by it necessarily. That's what, that's, that's what I liked about yesterday's Yankee win was it wasn't dependent on the dinger. I right. think they needed to do a little more than that to, to come away with the victory. So, uh, and tonight we get, we get two home runs from our backup catcher, and that's how we win. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> one step forward and two steps backward, but. Wins are wins, so we'll take both. No, nah, yeah, I know. Tampa, yeah, like I, I don't – I'm not saying I love Tampa, but I don't have like the hatred I have for them that I do for like say a Boston where I just see that uniform. Watching Tampa beat us makes me hate my team more. I'm like why can't – like look, they're moving uh, guys over. They're, like, I hate why Kevin, can't we do that? I hate Kevin Cash. I do I, hate Kevin Cash. I hate a Rose Arena hitting home runs and doing little fucking dances. <laughs> I don't like Austin Meadows. I hate the Brousseau guy. I hate I hated the look on his face when he, like, makes a play in the field. I hate him. I don't like – I should love Mike Zanino. Like, that's the kind of player I generally love. And he, uh, he, he wears a uniform. He ruins me. It ruins him for me. So you, you full-on hatred for the team. I hate him. And it was all because of last year. Yeah. 60-game season of the playoffs. That's all it took. To, to get me just uh, look at like Manuel, Manuel Margot has been a cleanup for him. It is gross. Yeah, that gross. I know that makes you add uh, that shit like that makes me hate the Yankees more. I look at that and I'm like, why are we losing to a team it's, with yeah. Manuel Margot? I feel, I feel that too, but I, I just be, I hate them because they're, they beat us too. Like I don't, yeah. And maybe because they're better. Like, I don't know. I just, uh, they're a better. They're a better, they're team a better unit. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. I don't know. So I did any fight any any retaliation this weekend? We did hit Meadows twice. I don't know if it was on purpose or what, but the second one hit him in the wrist, right? Like just kind of Yeah, the first one was like a flush on his on his helmet, right? Um, yeah. No, that was Wendell got hit in the helmet. Oh, okay. Meadows got that was the day before. I mean, we really have been pegging their guys, so I think we could see some benches clearing this yeah. weekend. I got a feeling. Yeah, we're not throwing at the guys, but you know, you gotta you gotta own the inside part of the plate. And if they want to own the inside part of the plate too, that's fine. That's part of it, you know. If our guys were getting hit, I'd want to hit them back. I'm just yeah. being honest. Yeah, no, so it's gonna happen. It's, it, there's bad blood already, so um I think happen. we might we might see some sparks fly this weekend. That's my prediction. All right, keep an eye out. We'll see. Um what did you think about the shameless finale? It was all right. I watched that was the first episode I watched in years. I was like, oh, oh, you just watched the finale, went right in for that? Well, yeah, on Saturday night, we weren't really watching anything. We're flipping around, and they're doing, like, these greatest hits of the characters. Yeah, those were some episodes throughout the season. What, those were episodes? Like, actual episodes of the season? I think because of COVID, it, stuff got mixed up. So, like, one – one uh, Sunday night, there'd be the best of gotcha. okay. Frank or the best of Fiona or something. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So we watched a couple of those. Well, we watched one was on. We watched Carl and Debbie. Yeah. And then, like Fiona was on after. So I was like, ah, I don't really want to watch another one. Like, I feel kind of weird watching. I didn't like wasting my time watching Greatest Hits, like highlights yeah. of a TV show. It was really strange. But I was out of it. And I was like, I'm not, I'm not going to lock into anything now. So whatever. I'll leave it on. So I fell asleep watching the Fiona one. And uh, then on Sunday, I saw it on. And I threw it. Well, like it started like 10 minutes early. I threw it on. It ended. And uh, spoilers coming up. Frank did like two things of heroin. And um, uh-huh. my wife was like, is that the last one? I was like, I think so. Well, it's kind of weird. Like, kind of weird. But like, I like it. That's how they ended it. Cool. Like, this Frank did he OD? Did he not OD? Yeah. And then I looked and I was like, shit, there's one more. Like, that was the 11th episode. There's a 12th episode. So like, I threw it on demand and I ended up watching the, the finale. So, uh, yeah, it was all right. I don't know. I mean, that was an easy show to kind of catch back up to. I had no problem getting back into the show because everybody, it's just, everybody's doing some fucked up shit. Yeah, that's all. It's the same show. It's been yeah. the same show for a while. It hasn't been great in a while, but it's, uh, whatever. Yeah. Frank and he dies. Spoiler alert for people that, well, I don't know. Frank dies. <laughs> Fiona, Fiona didn't come back. I, I was expecting Fiona to make at least a quick appearance. Jeez. Not even a Zoom call. He was looking for her. Yeah. Frank. Going to the pie place. And did, well, did you know he had uh, uh, dementia, Frank? Uh, yeah. Uh, Liam mentioned it at some point. He had uh, what's it called? Alcoholics dementia. Is that what it's called? I guess, yeah. But yeah, the kid mentioned it at some point. So I didn't know that was a thing. Man, it kind of scared me a little bit. <laughs> we got a long ways to go before you find Gallagher <laughs> status. Yeah, <laughs> alcoholics dementia. Yeah. Well, there was in the in the second last episode when they come home. Uh, yeah, he like forgets. He forgets something. He's like, oh, uh, what do we do or something? Or he's like, we have a good time today, Frank? And he's like, what do we do? And I, I, that's when I knew something was different. 
or something was fucked with them. And then I, they mentioned the mention of the next, I think in the, maybe in the finale, they mentioned it. Yeah. But, they were hinting at it early in the season. You can kind of see where they were going, but yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it would be tough to have. I mean, he survived. How many times did he OD and how many times did he get in like some sort of health trouble and how many, like, how much abuse, how many, how much abuse can you put him through in that show and not have him die at the end? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Of COVID, of COVID, though, right? I mean, they basically said he had COVID. Uh, yeah, so I guess that's. Um, I didn't really love that they killed him with COVID. This goes to show you, you know, there's not, there's nothing on this earth that could kill Frank Gallagher until 2020. That's, a, yeah, that's the thing that bothered me. It's like people like that, though. COVID doesn't get people like that. <laughs> people like that, man, no way. Cockroaches, they survive. <laughs> Come on, let's be nice. It's not cockroaches. The guy just died. <laughs> yeah. So R.I.P. Frank. Yeah. Good run. He had a great run. Daddy did. Daddy did. Said he wished he partied more. <laughs> That's all the guy <laughs> did was fucking party. Yeah. <laughs> he wished he partied more. <laughs> Maybe the next life, Frank. All right. Mm-hmm. Joey Votto said went into McCovey Cove. What? Oh, yeah. Joey Votto. First of the year. He's going to go off the waiver wire like that. I know, I know who's jumping at him. I mean, me. It will not be me. No, I'm not falling for that one, I guess. <laughs> no. All right, man. Break up the Reds. All right. Yeah, they are. Uh, Reds are hot. They're hitting the ball somehow. Worst offensive team in the league last year, I think, and somehow they're leading the league hitting this year. Ten games, but still. Could only get worse. <sighs> Smoked. All right. It's going to be it's going to be a quick and violent downfall for the Cincinnati Reds. Let's see. All right. Enjoy the wave. Yeah, enjoy while it lasts, Cincy. All right. I'll talk to you later, Ant. All right. Later.